This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Janice Dean. I'm Juan Williams, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. I'm Eben Brown. Debate continues among the experts over whether Ukraine, supported by the West, will successfully defend itself against Russia, which now claims to hold even more of the industrialized eastern side of the nation. And there's absolutely zero chance right now that Ukraine can win this war with the victory that Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has defined. This is the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Russia's war on Ukraine can be counted in months at this point. We don't know when it could be over. Despite attempts to sanction and scare, the West, meaning Europe and the United States, have had arguably no impact on Vladimir Putin's resolve. And some experts are saying it's time to face a harsh reality that the West isn't up to the task. I have observed that there's a whole lot of uh, cheerleading rather than sober analysis that um, is dominating the newsrooms. Um, Ukraine cheerleading. Rebecca Koffler is a former officer from the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency and now president of Doctrine and Strategy Consulting. She's also the author of a book called Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat the West, and of a new editorial you can now read on foxnews.com. I suppose it's understandable because Ukraine is under attack. It's in a very unfair and unjustified uh, fight with Russia. Ukraine is attacked and uh, it can use all of the support that it could get. But as a um, as a intelligence officer, former intelligence officers, you know, I served in the Defense Intelligence Agency, which is the military counterpart to the CIA, the Central Intelligence um, Agency. We provide support to the warfighter. I feel it's my obligation to tell the truth both to the American people who are largely funding this whole endeavor, just like uh, we did with Afghanistan, um, but also to the uh, to the leadership, because uh, I don't think they're being honest. And so there's tremendous pressure right now for military analysts, most of whom are retired, you know, uh, U.S. Uh, uh, generals 
who keeps um, perpetuating this myth that Ukraine uh, can win. And there's absolutely zero chance right now that Ukraine can win this war with the victory that uh, Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has defined the way that he has defined it and the way that the United States and NATO have uh, identified it. And um, believe me, this is a proxy war between Russia and the United States and NATO over control of Ukraine. And I felt like American people deserve to know the truth. I'm a former intel officer. Uh, I'm trained to speak truth to power. And this is why I wrote this op-ed. So let's talk about these five points. Tell us each one of them and, and, and give us a brief description as to why you think it's so important. So go ahead with number one. I would say the reason why Putin will not stop this war is that, A, he is feeling uh, pretty satisfied with the way that it's going. So he wants to keep going. But more importantly, this is an existential issue for Russia, the way that Russia views its own security. And this is why he keeps going. But the point number one that I identified uh, in my editorial on Fox News Digital um, is that Putin believes he was able to force a tipping point both on the battlefield and off the battlefield. What do we mean by that? And for a while, the momentum really uh, was shifting. Uh, It was on Russia's side, then it was on Ukraine's side. So finally, uh, the Russian forces having switched to plan B, because remember, plan A didn't work. Plan A was the uh, swift blitzkrieg uh, that everyone, including U.S. intelligence, uh, was anticipating uh, of Russia toppling uh, Kiev and uh, conducting regime change in about, you know, 48, 72 hours. That didn't happen. So uh, having switched to plan B, Putin's forces. Uh, occupied fully right now, uh, strategic city of Severodonetsk. Um, and on Sunday, they also captured Lysychansk, both uh, in the Donbass region, both are part of the so-called uh, the Luhansk People's Republic. And uh, so now Putin has full control of Ukraine industrial heartland, which is his priority number one. This is the area that has rich and high quality coal reserves, mineral reserves, iron and steel producing plants. And so technically right now, Putin could could end this war. And he has been signaling, you know, through his uh, uh, quote unquote diplomats or uh, his minions, uh, so to speak, that he's willing to um, to come to the negotiating table. But Zelensky is holding on strong. Zelensky has exhibited tremendous will to fight. Ukrainian people are willing to endure tremendous cost, devastation. City after city has been leveled right now. And so this is why uh, Putin decided, OK, there's no way for me to stop right now. I will keep going. Your second point in in your op-ed is that the Western attempts to stop this using economic pressure, sanctions, have Mm -hmm. just not worked. In fact, they've, they've really done quite the opposite. Tell us about that. Exactly. In the absence of a real deterrence uh, strategy, the Biden administration uh, was desperately searching for a magic bullet, 
right? To stop Putin and stop, you know, this these atrocities, tremendous atrocities that have uh, been really uh, inflicted and damage on the Ukrainian people. So uh, the Biden administration decided to pursue this uh, wishful thinking, foolish sanctions policy, right, where um, they decided that they are going to uh, place economic sanctions, uh, hit Putin where it hurts, you know, supposedly in the Washington experts view, um, and change Putin's behavior. But that's not how, you know, things work in Russia, right? And uh, economic concerns and, and security concerns are two different things. And so what's happening right now is uh, the sanctions have backfired on us. Uh, Putin's um, earnings from gas and from oil are skyrocketing. Ruble is the strongest in, uh, in seven years. And uh, the Russian economy didn't collapse, despite, um, you know, the, the, the visions that the Pentagon had, the White House had. It is not to say that sanctions did not um, hit Russian economy in any way. Yes, the Russians are suffering, but... It's the common people, the common Russian people uh, who are suffering right now, not the oligarchs. The oligarchs, okay, they didn't have, you know, they had five yachts and 10 palaces. Now they have, you know, three yachts and five palaces. You've been listening to former Defense Intelligence Officer Rebecca Koffler, who's authored a new op-ed piece on FoxNews.com here on the Fox News Rundown, War on Ukraine. We'll have more with her straight ahead. Your third point is something that is, in my uh, thoughts and recollection, something that is always cyclical every time we get into a conflict, and that is the West, specifically the U.S., uh, gets a war fatigue. Do, do we, as the West and as the U.S., have the wherewithal to keep this to keep this going? We don't. Uh, and the reason is, is the, the, the real burden is on average American right now. We're the ones uh, who are paying for it, not the, you know, the Washington uh, establishment, the elites. Uh, in fact, <laughs> quite the opposite. Uh, Evan, the uh, the stock of the military industrial complex, the uh, the Northrop Grumman's and the Raytheon's, it's skyrocketing because we're providing these exquisite uh, weaponry to Ukraine. And by the way, depleting our own uh, weapons um, resources. And we are uh, entering the midterm election cycle and Putin is acutely aware of it because his intelligence services closely monitor U.S. domestic affairs at all times. By the way, they, you know, they were zeroing in on the Supreme Court's recent decision on abortion, on gun control. You know, the protests are sweeping the country and uh, it is likely factored in in Putin's decision calculus to keep going and going after the entire Ukraine because they are aware of where our focus is going to be and the fatigue that is setting in uh, among the American populace. 
Tell me about number four on your, your list of points. It's the basically Putin's um, energy weapon. Um, so Putin's playbook, and that's the book that um, that I wrote last year in which I actually predicted this conflict. It's called Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. And uh, one of the weapons, uh, basically there are five categories of, of, uh, of weapons, right? And they're not all kinetic by the way, uh, cyber, there's cyber warfare, there's space warfare, and uh, there's energy. And these are not kinetic ones. And Putin knows full well the reliance of the Europeans. And to some extent, even we used to be uh, reliant on um, uh, on Russia for energy. And so he knows that uh, winter is coming. And in about three months, the conversation is going to change because so far, Putin has failed to compel Zelensky to give up territory, to uh, bring him to the negotiating table. And um, but in three months, when the temperatures dropped, Western Europe is going to begin to shiver, you know. And so Putin is hoping that the support for confronting Russia, the support for pledging and delivering weaponry to uh, Ukraine to help fight the Russians will also freeze up. Your fifth point in your op-ed on FoxNews.com has to do, I think, with a more bigger picture thing for Russia and for Vladimir Putin uh, himself. In fact, you call the outcome of this conflict existential. What did you mean by that? Sure. And in fact, it's actually should really be the number one point. But I decided to to like close with it because it's an overarching issue for this entire thing, for this entire conflict, which, as I said, is not a Russia-Ukraine conflict, but it's really an East on West, you know, Russia against the West. Putin never made it a secret what his plans were. The intelligence record was unambiguous about what he was planning to do, right? The reason why ultimately he's waging this war is to prevent Ukraine to become part of NATO. And he drew the red line. The reason is this, uh, Eben, is that NATO is a military alliance which was created with a specific purpose uh, to counter uh, Russia to counter the former Soviet Union, right? And there has been a long-term bipartisan U.S. policy that uh, envisions the, that the United States and NATO will do, and specifically the United States, everything possible to prevent the emergence of a single hostile power in Eurasia from dominating that landmass. The Russians are acutely aware of it. And uh, in fact, Putin and uh, one of the spy uh, services, uh, think tanks, the think tanks that support Russian intelligence services, uh, issued an intelligence estimate where they said, regardless, you know, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, they're going to try to contain uh, Russia. Um, there's a book called Global Chess Board, and there's a quote that the Russians have really taken to heart that says that who controls Eurasia controls the world because it's really a strategic area. It's full of natural resources. It's uh, it's at the crossroads of all transportation routes. I mean, there's a reason why Putin is waging this war in Ukraine, right? Ukraine is the breadbasket of, of Europe. It's rich with mineral resources. And so we 
have made it our primary mission to democratize, right, to help those uh, countries that are former Soviet countries become democracy, okay? It's the same, you know, sort of uh, wishful thinking, if you will, um, that the Washington experts, um, you know, pursuing or uh, a spellbound, uh, if you will. And the reason I say that is that not every country, certainly in the world, you know, is primed for democracy or can ever become a democracy, right? Certainly not a country like Afghanistan, like Iran. Um, there's just this deep misunderstanding um, about the world and, and uh, strategic incompetence, if you will, that uh, Washington uh, suffers from. There's a great malaise. Uh, we call it in the intelligence community mirror imaging. Yeah. Mirror imaging is when you think that your adversary has the same thinking and the same decision calculus and the same rationale as you. But Putin doesn't think like you know, like Joe Biden, uh, Putin doesn't think like an American. The Russians don't think like Americans. In fact, you know, the Russians are right now supporting uh, Putin. His popularity is at 82 percent. And so, no, uh, it's impossible to even democratize Ukraine. And yet, you know, you can manage, you can help Ukraine, but uh, getting into a dogfight with Russia, with Putin having his nuclear weapons, on heightened alert, remember he did it in the beginning of his so-called special operation, um, is, is, is just foolish. But one thing is, is clear, Putin will not stop this war on Ukraine because it's an existential issue for him. The op-ed is now available on foxnews.com. Rebecca Koffler, you're the president of Doctrine and Strategy Consulting. You're a former officer with the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency, and you're also the author of Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. Thank you once again for being with us on the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine. It's my honor and pleasure. Thank you, Evan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.